0: Have you ever had that moment where you decide you're going to make changes, maybe you start going to the gym or you start to make healthier eating choices and then it only lasts a few days. So what happens when we commit to something out of the ordinary, our brain usually comes up with a bunch of reasons not to do that thing. It'll tell you, you don't need to, that you can just keep doing what you've been doing all along, but... None of that will be relevant if you are committed enough. Being committed and your reasons for your commitment is what will stop you in in your tracks when thoughts come up that try and stop you. So you need to find a strong enough, meaningful, meaningful enough reason to you that nothing will make you sway from your decision to make these changes. And if you have a committed, solid reason to make changes, then nothing can sway you back to your old ways. So that is today's topic. It's all about commitment. So when you're like, oh, I'll just try it, see if it works. That's not being fully committed. Because you only get momentum once you have that strong commitment if this commitment needs to be unwavering, something really meaningful to you. So let me kind of explain this. In that moment, when you're about to eat off of a plan, the only thing that can stop you from doing that is a thought. And if you have a really committed reason to stop overeating, that reason, will stop you each and every time that you're about to overeat something or eat something that's not on the plan or eat something that's not of your health health changes so after you make that commitment to change you're going to have a ton of feelings surface that will that will try and pull you backwards but If your reason is strong enough, just imagine what it's going to be like on the other side for you. So yeah, in the beginning, it's going to feel awful and it's supposed to, but once you make it through that like messy middle, just try and picture what that other side will be for you. So I want you to think about some of the thoughts that you have around making healthier changes for yourself. What comes to your mind when you think of changing your eating behaviors? Some common ones that I hear from my clients all the time are, I'm addicted to food, or food has me in chains, or sure, she can do it, but I'll never be able to do it, or I'll just fail again. Or it's too challenging. Or nothing ever works for me. Or I just can't stick to something long enough. Or there's something wrong with me. It is so imperative that you pay attention to these types of thoughts. Because if you don't, you will start to believe them as solid truth. And they will keep directing you down a path that you don't want. Looking at and paying attention to our thoughts isn't something that most of us do, but it's essential when we're trying to create long-term changes in our life. So we need to look at those thoughts because all of our thoughts create our feelings, which create our actions, which create our results. So when, if you notice the thoughts that are holding you back, what types of feelings are those creating for you? Because if you're thinking any of the thoughts that I mentioned above, you're probably feeling overwhelmed, doubt, worry, frustration, stress, unmotivated. And so you can see if that's what's circulating in your mind and you don't want to be feeling those emotions, then it's just so easy to go right back to eating for comfort. So it just creates a big cycle. And the thing is, we have the ability to change how we feel simply by changing our thoughts. And then we don't need to use food for comfort. So, here's a concept I want to point out. And it took me a while for me to wrap my head around this. But, okay, so wanting a certain food. You might think that that's just something you notice in yourself. Like, it's just how you are. But I want to tell you something. Wanting it is a deci- decision. It's just because our the way that our mind thinks and the way we've been programmed to be around food is it happens so fast that you don't realize it. So this is what I mean. Say you like cupcakes. You see a cupcake. You think that your feeling for wanting it is just coming out of nowhere. And what I want to point out is that wanting it is a choice and it's something that you get to choose. And when you become highly conscious of this, you will realize that it really is a decision. But the reason that you choose the cupcake is because when you choose not to, there will be a level of deprivation, a level of frustration, discomfort that you really don't want to feel so you choose to eat the cupcake to avoid those feelings because eating it will fulfill that desire but if you choose not to you will have those feelings that you don't want to feel right so to make really long-term changes you have to be okay with feeling uncomfortable at times Because if you're not, then you will just steer right back to the food each and every time. You literally have to choose the immediate discomfort. But remember in that moment that you get the long-term comfort of overcoming the struggle around food. Because you you can choose to have the immediate peace that the cupcake brings. But when you do that, you're also choosing the consequences on the other end. Right? But instead, if you choose the immediate discomfort of saying no to it and sitting through those uncomfortable feelings, then you get the long term peace that choosing that decision brings. So, this is where you really need to think about what is going to drive your decision in that moment. What is your commitment to yourself that you are going to use? to follow through on this? And do you think that that reason reason is strong enough to keep you from overeating? Think about what would make you for sure want to change. What is that reason? The commitment needs to be so solid that nothing will stand in its way. So solid that it is stronger than that physical craving and the emotional desire for food. And this reason is what will give you a tremendous amount of freedom. If it's strong enough, then anytime you have an opportunity to overeat, this reason will literally stop you in your tracks. So let me give you kind of some examples. So if your reason is, oh, well, it'd be kind of nice to lose weight. That's kind of flimsy. It's a little bit wavering. So if that's your reason, and then your friend brings over... I don't know cake or donuts or something. It's not like you're just you're just gonna be like ah whatever it's no big deal like who cares if I really don't lose a few few pounds what's the big deal you know what I mean like it's gonna be pretty flimsy. But think about this: if you're booked for a surgery and your doctor says absolutely no food for twelve hours before, like you have to fast, right? And then your friend brings over that cake or donuts. That is unwavering. As soon as she puts it in your face, you're like, no, I can't. I have to fast for this surgery or I won't be able to go through with it. Do you kind of see what I mean there? What that difference is? And that's what I mean is you have to find that solid equivalent reason for yourself. I can't tell you what that is. You have to really think about what that is for you. Um, and you get to choose it and you get to focus on it. So whatever your reason is, choose it, stick with it and it will mo- most likely change as you go along because it could start off with you just really want to take off 10 pounds because you want to feel better in your body when you put your, your jeans on. Like That could be the starting point point. and I know for a lot of what I see with my clients is it tends to change over time. More meaningful reasons tend to come up. More than just weight loss for them. But whatever that initial reason is, as long as you believe it and it is strong enough and it drives action, then let that be enough. But also, I just want to point out, like, don't make it a negative reason either. Don't make it like, oh, I need to change because I hate myself. Because that will just create negative emotion and you don't want to be fueled by negative emotion, because when you are fueled by negative emotions, you burn yourself out. If the feeling that's driving your actions is positive, then you will most likely see what you do as positive. Like if you choose to nourish your body because you love it and you love how your body feels when you nourish it, that is that is a much different driver than, I hate my body, I need to change it right now and restrict everything. Because if you have a thought, I choose to love myself no matter what, that will create excitement and motivation to take care of your body. And from that place, you will be really happy with what you're doing because you're using that positive emotion as fuel. Now someone else could be starting to make health changes, but what's fueling them is negative emotions, force, fear, desperation to change then they are going to think about it in a much more negative way. And they'll be dreading having to make changes, which is going to end in in frustration and resentment towards their actions. Which if you think about it, then it's really most likely not going to last very long. So please do not base your reasons in negative thinking. If you're fueling those actions with grit, anger, frustration desperation as soon as that result happens it could very well blow up on you because you've burnt yourself out just to get the result and it was the emotion behind it that burns you out not the actual action itself because all of our actions are driven by emotion so many of us lose weight or try to lose weight but we fuel it with that self-hate and if you're fueling your action with disgust and hate and calling yourself awful things in order to create change, that just creates more reason to need comfort. Again, much easier to turn back to the food. So, what's the point in creating change if you have to become a bully to yourself and beat yourself up to get it? So, I really want you to think about the fuel that's driving your actions because. Desperation, worry, fear, and grit to fuel it, it doesn't last. It needs to be something much more meaningful, something that is sustainable. Drive yourself with the positive emotions and it will last way longer. We thrive on love and positivity. So another point I want to make is as you go along making changes... And you go along saying with your commitment, I want you to understand thoughts will come up. Thoughts like, I can't do this. I'm not strong enough. And you have to remind yourself in those moments that those thoughts aren't true. And it takes discipline. But it is essential that you redirect those thoughts to, yes, I can. This may be hard right now, but I can do hard things. That's where this the consciousness comes in, because once you really can do that, then you will see how unstoppable you are. You stop the struggle with food. Just imagine if you make it through that. What like what is on the other end of that for you? You're at a natural, healthy, happy weight. You're not fighting your body anymore. You've Develop freedom around food. You have major confidence. Yes, the process to get there is uncomfortable. But just think about the confidence on the other end of that. And I will talk a lot more about managing emotions in upcoming podcasts but just know that emotions can be uncomfortable. But when you're willing to be with them, there's like this difference between allowing and resisting emotions. And it's really important to remember that there's a a difference between the discomfort of processing and allowing yourself to feel your emotions And that is very different from the struggle of trying to resist them okay if you're open to feeling those emotions it creates the space for that uncomfortable feeling you're inviting that in you tell it that it's welcome right That's different from the resistance of, ah, here's that feeling. I hate this feeling. Why does this have to happen to me? Just fight it. Resist this urge. Hold it out for seven days. Grit and bear through this urge. Like just fight, fight, fight. That just creates so much more tension on top of an uncomfortable feeling. That's the difference between allowing and willing to be uncomfortable versus resistance and fighting it because both of those are uncomfortable but only one of them is effective one you can breathe through the other you can't when you're in resistance there's always this huge hurry to act out of it but when you're allowing you can breathe you don't need to be in a hurry and yes this is difficult but it initially or initially it's it's difficult but it does get easier And it's because the more that we practice something, the better we get at it. So the more you practice allowing those emotions, allowing those feelings, the better you're going to get at that. And this is 100% possible for you. And that's what I teach my clients a lot of the time is learning how to embrace the discomforts in life. Because when you learn how to do that, any emotion, then you know that you got this. I know how to be uncomfortable. And when you realize that there's no emotion you can't handle, that just develops this inner confidence that will start to sound like, I can eat a cookie if I want to, but I don't need it to make my life better. And when I do decide to eat the cookie, it's not a problem. I'll just have one, but it's not to escape my life or the only way that i can feel happiness and that is the ultimate level that i think all of you listening want to achieve and the way that you develop that confidence is by making the commitment to stop using food as an emotional escape by taking that control back deciding when and how much food you're going to want in your life if you always want to have ice cream in your life then please always have ice cream in your life but When you go through this process that i teach in my program you stop letting it be this automatic reactive behavior and you start to make it something that you do and plan on purpose so think about this you go through this process this discomfort in the beginning that will ultimately get you to ending the struggle with food i want you to imagine your life in a year from now You're at your goal. You're completely free around food. You don't even have the urge to to overeat. You don't have cravings anymore. How do you feel about yourself? What would have changed in that time? How would you have been able, or what would you have been able to do in your life because you honored your commitment to yourself? And what was the reason driving that commitment? I want you to really focus on this because there will be a lot of times that you won't want to do it. A lot of negative emotions will come up in that time. But if you pay close attention to that end result, your brain is always going to come up and look for evidence for why you can't do it. And it will try to tell you, oh, just this one time is fine. But if in one year, vision yourself saying, I did this, knowing that you will be in that place, You keep your eye on that and that alone will propel you towards it.